0: Good morning and welcome to worship this morning. Gentlemen, thank y'all so much for starting us off with those beautiful hymn medley this morning. We are so glad that you are here on this beautiful Lord's Day to worship and to celebrate Mother's Day and just to celebrate the day that God has blessed us with. We are so thankful that you're here. If you were a visitor with us, we would love, or a guest, shall I say, a guest— If you're a guest with us, we'd love for you to take out your blue communication card that can be found in your worship guide. And at the end of the service, if you'll take that field out to the back and see our um, pastor, Stuart Holloway, he has a gift for you, The Privilege of Worship, his book that he wrote. And we just love to get to know a little bit more about you if you maybe um, have some things that have changed in your address or contact information. Fill that out. We'll have a time that you can pass that in at the end of the service. But we are glad that you are here to worship with us this morning. Will you pray with me, please? Oh, God, we are so thankful to be in your house of worship this morning, God. Your presence here is already so strong and felt. God, may we listen and be obedient to what it is you're telling us and speaking to us this morning through song, and word and God as we move into the time of um, worship where we're going to be doing baby dedication, parent child dedication God I thank you for these families that are here to dedicate their little ones to you Father and as we the church come alongside of them God may we help to raise little boys and girls that love you And are passionate about having a relationship and following you and sharing Jesus with a world that needs you more than ever, God. So we love you and we thank you that we get to be here and praise your name this morning. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. I'm going to ask that our um, parents and babies come forward at this time so we can recognize you this morning. Today marks a very important day in the lives of these children and their families. Also, in the life of our church, as we partner together to raise these children in the ways of the Lord. As a church, we are committing today to pray for these parents as they lead their children spiritually. We are also asking you, the congregation, today to partner with these parents by teaching their children at church and modeling a Christ-like lifestyle. Today, we dedicate to the Lord these two precious children. And the first one is Christian Manuel Delion. His birthday is March 28th, 2018. Levi and Taryn De Leon are his parents. And he has a proud big sister, Isabella. And grandparents, if um, you're here, just stand when I call your name so we can recognize that family that's here to support. Lee and Renee Chapel, Manuel and Donna Delion, great grandparents Manuel and Gracie Delion and Billy Chapel. And they have chosen as Christians' life first Deuteronomy six, five through seven. And it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Our next baby is Noah Gracelyn Batiste. She was born January 10th, 2018. Her mom is Dakota Mills and Devin Batiste is the dad and he is um, deployed right now so he couldn't be with us. Grandparents are Beth Mills and Erica Greenhouse. And then great grandparents are Ms. Brenda Mills and Sandra Townsend. Noah Graceland's verse is Proverbs three, five and six. and it's trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight in all your ways. Acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Stuart?
1: Let's give these families a round of applause as we celebrate them and their babies. As church family, we gather together. We are gathering. We call this parent and child dedication because these parents are dedicating themselves to the Lord to raise these children up. Then we're also dedicating the children to the Lord, looking forward to the day when they will trust Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Over the course of the next several years, many of you will have opportunity to pour into these children. You'll have them in Sunday school, vacation Bible school. You'll see them around the church. You might take care of them in extended care. All of those things are ways that you're laying the foundation for these children trusting Christ in the future, and you have a part in what they become one day. And so, this morning as a church family, we gather around these parents and their children to bless them and pray for them and encourage them They've already been through a a training that we offer that reminds them that they are the primary faith trainers in their children's life. That they have the task, as the Deleons picked for Christian's life verse, to train up the Lord in the way, uh, to train those children to love the Lord with all their heart, all their soul, all their mind, and all their strength. And so we, though, as a church family, partner with them to help that happen and encourage them. So would you join me in praying for these families today? And as a sign of you joining with me, would you just stretch your hands out towards this family, these families as we pray for them, all right? Lord, we come before you this morning, and we thank you so much for the opportunity we have to pour in to uh, Christian and into Noah. And God, we look forward to what you're going to do with this little boy and this little girl in the future God, we pray your blessings on them as they grow up. We look forward, God, to the day when they will come to trust you as their Lord and Savior. And we pray, God, that you keep them healthy and safe and help them to grow up and be stronger each and every day. We pray your blessings, Lord, on their parents, their grandparents, and all of those of us who will have an opportunity to pour into them. We pray, God, that you bless our efforts. And, Lord, when they one day move from this spot right to where they're standing now up into the baptistry, We look forward, God, to celebrating their faith in you. And we look forward to discipling those children and helping them to become a man and a woman sold out for you. God, help us in this endeavor. Bless these parents as they work. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. What a joy to see you here today. Lots of things going in on our worship service today. But we sing and we praise the Lord because he is an everlasting God. Amen? And he is our God eternal. So would you stand together with us as we sing? Let's lift every voice together in this place together.
3: Strength as we raise.
2: today. It is good to hear you sing today. Amen? Thank you. You may be seated.
1: Well, this is Mother's Day, and we want to recognize those of you who are mothers in attendance today. If you're a mother today, would you please stand so we might give thanks to the Lord for you and congregation. Let's give thanks to these ladies for all they mean to us. Thank you, ladies. You may be seated. And we don't want to, uh, we don't always do this, but I want to recognize uh, not necessarily the oldest mom, but all of our mothers today who are here who are over 90. And I know we've got several that attend. I think that's pretty impressive. And of course, my grandma's one of those. So if you ladies, you may not be able to stand, but you, would you raise your hand, those of you who are in your 90s? Look, one, two, three, four. What a great testimony that they're still here and being faithful and attending, and we give thanks to the Lord for them. We want to go to the Lord in prayer today for our mothers and thanking God for you, and also, as part of that prayer, I want to lift up those of you who may have not been able to have children or you're looking forward to that, you're praying for that to happen. Um, Rebecca and I went through a season of life like that, and so it, it always reminds me to Pray for you as you go through that journey. And so let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning, lifting up our mothers, thanking God for them. And if you would join me in kneeling here on the ground floor, you can do that, or just up there in the balcony, make your lap your altar as we go to the Lord this morning in prayer. Gracious Father, we come before you thanking you for the impact that our mothers and our grandmothers have had on us, Lord. For so many of us, they have been uh, a rock in our lives. Lord, they are the ones that have, have gone the distance to provide uh, with the extra things that we needed. They've made, made stuff. They've helped with school projects. They've cooked the meals that we love. They've done the shuttle bus running around. And Lord, we thank you for all of those things that they've done and those great memories that uh, they've blessed us with. God, we pray that you would bless them today. Lord, help us to know, help them to know how much we appreciate them, how much they are loved, how much of a difference they've made in our lives. Lord, for those of us who are husbands and dads, Lord, I offer a prayer on on our behalf for our wives. And God, the way that they uh, do so much to help our our homes uh, move forward, how they help raise our children, how they're our partners God, in this incredible task of raising children, we pray, God, your blessings on our wives this morning. And Lord, for those in attendance today who have not been able to have children or who are praying for that to take place, God, I pray that you would, uh, in your mercy, give them guidance through that time. Lord, we pray that you would bless them with children and that you would give that blessing. But Lord, if not, I pray that you would give them the grace to go through that time to know your plan for them and that you would bless them in a mighty way. Lord, we pray that you would give them uh, the opportunity to uh, bless others, for we all have had those people in our lives who have been like mothers to us, who've stepped in. Maybe it was a a lady in a church or an aunt or or someone else who came alongside to fill a special role in our lives, and we thank you, God, for those ladies as well. Lord, this morning, we just want to worship you, and God, we thank you for our families. I pray a hedge of protection around all of the families in this church. Lord, those that are just beginning and those that have been going on for decades and decades, God, I pray that you would make them strong, that you would make them vibrant, and that you would help us all to be beacons for you through our families. We pray this in Jesus' name.
4: for Faithful till the end, your
2: thankful today that there is a cross that is empty today that allows us to lead our families and to love our mothers and our wives and to trust the lord because he has a plan for our life and there will be a glorious day as we know jesus as our lord and savior that we will see him again amen glorious day let's sing this together our song of praise today Stand together. Let's lift it together.
3: One day when heaven was still
5: You know, we read the wisdom of God's Word in the Proverbs where it says our wives and mothers are to be valued far above the value of rubies, that their children rise up and call them blessed, and from their mouths speak words of wisdom. Let us pray today. Our Father, we come to you in this precious moment. We just pray now as we receive tithes and offerings that you just multiply them as only you can and use them for your kingdom's work. Our Father, we do praise you on this Lord's day. We are thankful for the blessings of Bible study where we learned as we studied together this morning, afresh and anew, that you, through the blood of your Son, moved us from condemned to reconciled. Father, we are truly thankful for your creator wisdom For in that you gave us the beauty of family, of wives and mothers, and we celebrate our mothers today. Father, as our pastor comes in a few moments to bring your word, we just pray your blessings upon him, that as he shares your word to us today, that we'll be receptive vessels to hear your word. Our prayer is that each one here in worship this morning will allow you to speak to our hearts and give you a victory in our lives. Father, we thank you for your love for us and so many ways that you manifest that love to us each and every day. For it is in your holy name that we pray, amen.
6: Let it be Jesus, the first name that I call. Let it be Jesus, my song inside the storm. I'll never need another for me to live is Christ, for me to live is Christ, God I breathe your name above everything, let it be, let it be. Let it be, Jesus, from the rising of the sun. Let it be, Jesus, when all I'll never need another Jesus there's no other Should I ever be abandoned? Should I ever be acclaimed? Should I ever be surrounded by the fire and the flame? I'll
1: Mother's Day gifts can be challenging. Your mom has done so much for you. Your wife does so much for your kids, and you want to honor them. You want to show them you love them, and Madison Avenue loves to prey on that. Every year, the jewelry stores make us think we need to spend bajillions of dollars on Mother's Day. Apparently every kiss begins with K, even from your mom. Buy mom this four thousand dollar ring. Now I love my mom and Rebecca, but that ain't happening. Sorry. <laughs> if jewelry isn't in your budget, you can always go to the internet for ideas. There are tons of things out there that are shared, and uh, of course those ideas can backfire on you. I read of one guy who got an idea on the internet and took his wife and kids to the park on Mother's Day. And everybody liked the idea until they got out there. And he said, family, we're going to pick up trash for Mother Nature. <laughs> his wife got nothing but the pleasure of picking up trash on Mother's Day. Something tells me that guy never did that again. No matter the idea, no matter how nice or ridiculous, expensive or cheap, all the ads say, show your mom how much you love her by giving her our product or doing this. Now, will their product really show your love to your mom? No. It may be nice, it may be appreciated, it may even be thoughtful, but there are far more ways to show the mothers in your life that you love them. This morning, I want us to learn from Scripture some ways that we can show our moms our love for them. Some of the ways cost nothing, and all of them last more than one day a year. Now, we normally take one Bible passage and walk all the way through it during a message, but this morning, I want us to glean some insights from the breadth of Scripture this morning. According to God's Word, here are some Ways that you can show your love for your mom. First, love your mom verbally. Love your mom verbally. You, you may be someone who doesn't really like to verbalize your feelings, but you need to say, mom, I love you. Proverbs 31, that passage that will be read in a million churches this morning and that I've preached on several times on Mother's Day, speaks of the qualities of a virtuous woman. And it says, as Richard quoted right before the offering, in verse 28, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. That's verbal Love and moms are worthy of verbal love, blessings, and praises from their children. A mother's also worthy of praise from her husband. Our moms and our wives need to hear that we love them. But when you tell them you love them, be specific. Tell her why you love her, express some of the qualities you love about her. Chances are she's told you hundreds, maybe even thousands of times exactly how and why she loves you. When I was a little boy, I remember mom would sing different songs to me. Now, mom will tell you that she can't sing, and I don't know that that's really true, but she felt she couldn't sing so much that she would never sing a real song to me. She didn't want me to learn the wrong way, she said. So, she made up little ditties that she would sing to me from time to time. And one of those I remember is she would would sing, and she'd carry me into the bathroom to brush my teeth or something. We'd look into the mirror above the vanity, and she would sing, I love Stuart Holloway every day. Simple, six words. And she'd sing that. And even as I grew up into Teenage years and even into adulthood, she'd sing that to me from time to time. And it was a six-word song. Those of you who hate the 7-Elevens, get over it. My mama wrote a good six one. And that was all there was to it. But can I tell you how many times in my life, even through the years, when I've been going through a tough time or when maybe somebody said something that wasn't very loving to me, I could recall that song from my mom that said how much she loved me. Rebecca has told our boys countless times since they were born, Mommy loves you, Daddy loves you, Graham loves you, Momo loves you, Papa and Jojo love you, but most of all, Jesus loves you. And I guarantee you that sometime in the future, Zach and Evan both are going to remember that when they need some encouragement in your life. Your mom probably did similar things for you. Every mom has her own special ways. And so find ways to tell your mom you love her and be specific about what you love, that special pie or cake or how you can always count on her or how you love the smell of her perfume or how you love the way she will do anything for you. Love your mom verbally. Second, love your mom honorably. Exodus Exodus twenty twelve. Is one of the Ten Commandments. The first four commandments, of course, talk about our relationship with God. The next six talk about our relationship with others. And the first of those six talks about where our personal relationships always begin, and that's at home. And there we are given the instruction, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the earth. That's the only one of the Ten Commandments with a built-in promise for blessing. God felt it was so important that we honor our parents that he built in a blessing for us if we do so. You know, some people try to honor their parents by becoming successful in the world's eyes. And, but, you know, it doesn't really matter what your vocation. It doesn't matter how many people know you. It doesn't matter the amount of money that you earn. What matters is that you live the kind of life that honors your mother. What does that mean? Well, it means you follow her instruction. Ephesians 6 verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Your mom has given you a lot of instruction over the years. Follow that advice. Stay close to the Lord. Raise your children honorably. Maintain positive relationships with people. Be a person of your word. Stand up for the right things. All of those kind of things your mom has taught you, live for them. Dr. Kurt Hamlet was the director of the Louisiana College Corral when Rebecca and I were in uh, Louisiana College together. And When we would go on tours, Dr. Hamlet would always tell us two things before we would scatter for free time. He would say, remember who you are and whose you are. You are a child of God and you are a representative of Louisiana College. A similar thing is true in our own lives. We honor our Heavenly Father with our lives. And also, we may not live in our parents' home anymore, but we still honor them or dishonor them by the way that we live our lives. Proverbs 23:24 says, "The father of a righteous man has great joy. He who has a wise son delights in him. May your father and mother be glad; may she who gave you birth rejoice." That same passage can describe not just a son but also a daughter. How tragic When a father or mother are sad at what their child has become or when a a mother or father weeps over their child instead of rejoicing. But it's true. You've seen it. I've seen it as a pastor. If your mom has already gone on to be with the Lord, this is a way that you can continue showing love for her long after She's gone, loving her honorably by the way that you live her life. I'm confident Rebecca's mom is looking down from heaven and beaming. Love your mom honorably. Third, love your mom patiently and forgivingly. Three moms were sitting on a park bench talking about how much their sons loved them. And Sadie said, you know that painting that's hanging in my living room? My son Arnold gave me that for my 75th birthday. What a good boy he is and how much he loves his mother. The next mom, Minnie, said, you call that love? You know that red Cadillac I got for Mother's Day? That's for my son Bernie. What a child. He sure loves his mama. Well, Shirley said, "Hmm, that's nothing. You know my son Stanley? He meets with a psychiatrist five sessions a week, and every time they talk all about me. (laughs) Maybe you don't have a very good relationship with your mom. You agree with Winona Judd who say, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. But I hope your relationship with your mom isn't like that. I'm glad mine isn't. But the reality is sometimes our relationships aren't what we would like for them to be. If so, and even if not, you need to love your mom patiently and forgivingly. Moms aren't perfect. They have a big task. Proverbs 22, 6 outlines that task. It says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. There's a lot of responsibility in Proverbs And a lot of responsibility in that is is far bigger and more important and and more challenging than anything else. Parenthood is hard. And your mom's going to make mistakes. And often she gets the lion's share of the work, so she ends up having more opportunity for the mistakes. It's easy to become impatient with your mom when they don't do things the way you want them to do. But love your mom patiently and forgivingly. If you're having trouble with this, maybe we need to reinstitute some of the Old Testament law. I found this. Leviticus 29. If anyone curses his father or mother, he must be put to death. Teenage parents, print that out. (laughs) You might need it for a few years. Love your mom patiently. Fourth, love your mom gratefully. Think for a moment about all the things your mom has done for you. How many meals has she cooked? How many times has she cooked just exactly what you wanted? There was a a season in my life, uh, my mom always made me breakfast from the time I can remember until I got past high school and into college. And, And she would always make breakfast every morning. There was a season when I was in elementary school where I got hung up on pancakes And I wanted pancakes every single day, and they had to be as white as you could get them. Light, no brown, no black. Mom would make pancakes every single morning for me. She'd ask me when I go to bed, what do you want for breakfast, pancakes? Finally, my dad said, if Stu wants pancakes in the morning, I want something else. You know what mom did? She made two breakfasts because she loved me and my dad. Mothers never bring these things to our attention. They just buy us what we need. They do what we need and get us off in what we want. And we owe our moms an enormous debt of gratitude for that. First Timothy 5 speaks of dealing with the widows in the church, but Uh, The application can be broader than that. 1 Timothy 5.4, if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn, first of all, to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents. Timothy further reminds us in verse 8, if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially his immediate family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. We have a responsibility to care for our parents as they age, not just when they're widowed, but even more even before then if if it's needed. God says it's not the church or the government's responsibility, it's the children's responsibility. It's a way we pay our parents back for all the things that they've done for us. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, he made sure his mom was taken care of. John Records in chapter 19 that Jesus looked down from the cross, he saw his mom, he saw the beloved disciple John, and he said, Woman, behold your son, son, behold your mother. He assigned someone to take care of his mom because he wasn't going to be there. About 11 years ago, I watched Rebecca love her mom gratefully as her mom's health. And Rebecca, we were living in Texas at the time. Rebecca made numerous seven-hour trips to her mom's house from where we lived to North Louisiana to stay with her mom, to take her mom to doctor's appointments. Uh, Then after a major surgery, uh, her mom moved in with us for six months. That was a tense and difficult time. But Rebecca did it out of love for her mom. It was loving gratefully. Recently, I've had a front-row seat to watch... Loving gratefully as my mom and my uncle have been giving a little extra assistance to my grandma. And it's been a great picture of loving gratefully. They've both got their own duties and they take care of them on a regular basis. Proverbs twenty three twenty two says, do not despise your mother when she is old. Love your mom gratefully. Finally, love your mom by listening to her. I don't have a scripture for this but it seems something that we should do. (laughs) She's been there for you, and you need to be there for her. It it may be that she's been there to listen to you or to give you a hug just when you need it. It, uh, can Can you remember a time when your mom did that for you? That time when you needed her and you just poured out your soul to her? Or maybe somebody you were dating stood you up, or maybe your best friend made you angry, or... Maybe you didn't make the ball team or didn't get that job you wanted or whatever happened. What did your mom do in those times? I bet she stopped what she was doing and she listened. Maybe sometimes she offered advice if she felt you really wanted it. Other times she probably just listened and hugged you and cried with you. Love your mom by listening to her. And you know, I could always talk to my mom. I still do. She knows some frustrations on some of y'all. <laughs> She's a, a safe place that, that I vent. she always has been. Oddly enough, though, one of the things that I think we both miss from us living in Texas was long phone calls and frequent emails. Mama will tell you, she knew more about our daily lives when we lived seven hours away than she does now. Because we talked and we conversed and we shared those things together. We need to... Return that listening to our moms. Be available to your mom to listen to her. And in, in her later years, she may face troubles more intense than anything she's helped you through and anything she's ever faced. And she needs you to listen to her. Love your mom by listening to her. You know, the idea for Mother's Day was born in a small Methodist church in Grafton, West Virginia. There was a, a lady there... Uh, by the name of Miss Jarvis, and it was 1876, and Miss Jarvis had helped many things happen during the Civil War, ministering to people in her town who had lost young men in the war, taking, making sure that the town stayed together, and as she went through life and ministering to these moms who had lost their sons, she felt like there needed to be a Memorial Day for mothers, and So the prayer made a deep impression on one of her 11 children. And finally, uh, later in her life, that young Anna, who had seen her mom's efforts and knew of her mom's desire to have a Mother's Day, put together a Mother's Day. On May 12th in 1907, they had a local observance there. And then by May 8th, 1914, President Woodrow Wilson designated the second Sunday in May As Mother's Day, and he said it was for displaying the American flag and for the public expression of love and reverence for the mothers of the country. As Miss Jarvis watched the celebration spread across the country, she said, Where it will end, I can't tell. That it will circle the globe now seems certain. That was a daughter who knew how to love her mom. And today, as you celebrate Mother's Day, show your mom or your wife how much you love her, not just through a gift, but by listening to her, by loving her gratefully, by loving her honorably, patiently, forgivingly, and verbally. Love your mom today. Love on her a lot and let her know it. Let's pray together. Lord, we come before you today thanking you for the moms in our lives, and we pray, God, that you would bless them mightily today. May we love them appropriately and big today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.